Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 144. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. There is nothing more incredible and inspiring than hearing a story about a woman overcoming many odds to rise as a successful entrepreneur and just as a happy and vibrant soul in life. I have got goosebumps just thinking about today's guest and the journey that she has been on. Today's guest is Shah Moore. Shah is a renowned international keynote speaker, multi-international award-winning mentor, author, and CEO founder of YMAG, the first national publication of its kind that is dedicated to empowering you to find your why, your purpose, and passion in life. Shah has dedicated her life to helping people realize their innate abilities and overcome obstacles to success that many of us put in our own way. She is an accomplished, compelling, and much sought-after speaker, helping people build or recreate a business from the ground up in order to finally enjoy the success and happiness that they deserve. And during this episode, Shah is going to be sharing her best tips to help you find your genius zone, grow an incredible community for yourself, and she's spilling all the details on her upcoming Why Factor Gold Coast event. Trust me, you're going to want to hear about that one because I'm a bit excited and I'll reveal that a little bit later on in the show as well. But for now, huge welcome to you, Shah. Thank you so much, Tracy. I'm honored to be here and chat with you. It is amazing. I was just feeling like, I mean, you and I have chatted previously and it's like our two energies colliding. Are just, <laughs> we're just destined. Kindred spirits. <laughs> totally. And, you know, having you on the show here to talk about helping people find their why, passion, purpose, and total alignment in life and entrepreneurship It's what we're about at Mums with Hustle. So it is a privilege to have you on chatting with me today. Oh, thank you. Do you want to start just by telling everyone a bit more about the personal side and especially take us back to the beginning and your rise as an entrepreneur? Yeah, sure. Look, I've got so much to share, I guess. And I think the the thing that I'd like to start with is we are all equal, Tracy. And I know you know this, but sometimes, you know, people listening can go, oh gosh, you know, look at her. I could never be that. And I just want to start by saying we are all equal. My childhood story, and I'll share that in like a 30 second recap, just so that people can understand I'm no one special. I'm literally someone who's just gone out there and realized that when I found my purpose in life, anything was possible. And I literally hustle every day as a good mum and make it happen. But, you know, I'm Indian born in Thailand. And as customary standards go, at the age of 11, my grandmother had organised for me to be betrothed to a man nine years older. Now, that possibly would have been okay if I was still living in Thailand or even India because then a lot of my friends would have been in a similar situation. But I was raised and grew up in a farm in country Victoria from the age of four. So I was placed in a Western society, yet with Indian heritage traditions still placed on me. So you can imagine the bullying that I faced. I was the odd one out. I was already dark hair, dark eyed and tan skin. And of course, then I'm wearing an engagement ring from 11. So I had to fight a lot of personal demons, I guess, when my stepfather found out about this situation, my Aussie dad, and at 15 and a half, he asked me that critical 
question that literally, Tracy, shaped the rest of my life. He asked me, is this what you want? Now, as a good Indian girl, I did as I was told. So I'd never been asked before about what I wanted. And at that moment, I realized this was my chance to choose the rest of my life. So I did. And I said, no, this isn't what I want. And he made that situation disappear. The reason I share that at the start of this this chat is because I don't want anyone to put me or anyone else on a pedestal. We are all equal. I barely finished year 11. Study was not my focus. I was supposed to be married at 16 and have a family. So you don't need a college degree to do that. So I don't have any formal education. Yet I had this thirst for life. It's kind of like, Tracy, when you come off a diet, I don't know about you, but I run into the closest donut shop and uh, devour the, the biggest don't jam donut I can find. And I felt like when I come out of this space at 15 and a half, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can choose where yes. I want to work and, and who I want to marry and where I want to travel. And so I did. I went on this quest to prove, I guess, to the world that I was worthy of someone investing in me and giving me a job that I couldn't literally on paper, I couldn't do, but I just wanted someone to give me a chance. And him asking that question oh. of you, Shy, like him asking mm. that question gave you life and gave it to you, well, in your decision to actually stand up and say no. That is what gave you life and gave it to you in the full. Definitely. And it's, you know, it's interesting and I'll talk about that in a little bit about how I paid that forward. But it just got me on this path of I can do anything, just give me a chance and let me prove it to you. So I went and I, I, we moved to Thailand and I rocked up to the, a new hotel that was opening, a beautiful five-star property and there were 67 other candidates and I had this dirty little year 11 report card which a lot of the letters on the alphabet for my grading were further down the scale, let's say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, there's people next to me either side double degrees and yet I got the job. Because I realized that when someone gives you an opportunity to have a better life, like my dad gave to me, I was not going to let him down. Everyone needs someone to believe in them, which is why I'm a huge advocate now of, of having a mentor. Everyone needs a mentor. Totally. And, you know, it's like my dad was for me. He believed and saw my, he saw my now then. He saw who I could become at 15 and a half. And uh, so I got that job against 67 other candidates and went on to pre-open the Conrad Bangkok Hotel in town. I then went on to run a senior corporate position with one of the largest companies in Thailand, managing 500-something staff and managing all their spas across the country. We then moved to the Middle East and my husband got transferred there and I ran a recruitment division for the spa industry. Then we moved to Abu Dhabi and I opened my own five-star Asian wellness spa in the desert, in a dead end street where no one would find me because I knew that women, I trusted my gut. Our, my, yeah, I can't say it enough, Tracy, and I get so passionate when I talk about this. because I love it. <laughs> so many people doubt themselves. They have that internal voice, you know, your genius zone. It's your internal GPS system, which is actually guiding you on your true purpose in life. But we shut it down. You know, I had Mm. voices in my head saying, what are you doing? You're opening a spa in a dead-end street. At a dead-end. Yeah, you know, where no one's going to find you. Seriously? And I had women at the school when I was dropping my kids off saying, there's that silly lady opening a spa and when it's going to come, they're not going to find it. And But I knew in my gut it would work. And I'm so glad I listened to that because within six months of opening, 
we were fully booked with a six-week waiting list, we'd attracted the attention of one of the royal princesses who often would shut our spa down and bring her whole entourage to use oh, the wow. privately. And then we got a, a attention of one of the national airlines who have 4,500 crew who wanted to use our services. So they asked me to open my brand of spa in one of the buildings that they owned. Now imagine if I didn't listen to my inner voice and I listened to the women around me. That negative I know. Right? Or even if you listened to your head, because we do have these two voices that kind of conflict <sighs> even within oh, us. I've only got two. I've got way more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it can feel like there's more. It can feel like there's like a An party army. in there. An <laughs> army, yes. Or crazy politicians Uh-oh. having a major fight. But the one that you listen to, I love hearing you speak about this, Shar, is your intuition. Yes. Because it never lets you down. It and doesn't. No, and it's the place where all of the good feelings come from. And those reasons don't open the spa in this particular location, all of that, that is just, it really is ego trying to protect us. And that is their, like, we're all made up to be like that. It is this compass that wants to kind of keep us safe. But you are so right. Mm-hmm. All of the magic, all of the soul, the purpose, the passion, what makes us feel good, fulfilled, happy comes from our intuition. So your story is profound and it has certainly led you to find your purpose. So I wanted to ask you now, Sha, if you can kind of help us or give us some type of actionable tip for how the ladies listening can land on their purpose, people that are trying to find their why. Because my tribe is full of soulful women that want to feel a deep connection to the community that they are building and serving and to the business that they are creating. It's more than just creating a business for profit's sake. Here at Mums with Hustle, we are all about the heart and There are a lot of people that do kind of struggle to articulate their why. So what would you say to them? Look, I would say look within instead of externally. So there's a few tips that I give people and I've got an online course that guides people over six weeks on how to actually uncover it. And I guess what's happened to all of us, Tracy, over over our time in, in life is each time something happens to us that's negative, we build up an onion layer and we protect ourselves. You know, we won't let that happen to us again. So we put another layer, we put another layer. And what happens is we stop listening to that internal voice because we can't hear it anymore. There's so many layers on top of it. So I would suggest to people just peel away some of those layers, sit down quietly one night. And one of the things that I would suggest you ask is, What did one of your teachers say to you or look at your old report cards when you were at school? They definitely would have said, they would have seen the signs of who you can be and what your strengths were. What were you naturally good at? Oh, she's a really good organiser or, you know, maybe, oh, she talks a lot. That's not a bad thing because, you know, as a speaker, that's a good thing to have. But look through your report cards and find out what your teachers were saying about you. Your life has left you breadcrumbs for your why and your purpose. It's been screaming at you for years, but maybe you weren't ready to hear it yet. The second thing I would do is ask, think back to when friends and family actually come and ask you for help. What is the main thing they come to you for? Like I have, um, I ask a few ladies this question when I speak and They'll say, oh, anytime there's a dinner party in our circle of friends, they'll always say, oh, ring Marilyn. Oh, my gosh, she's amazing at putting dinner parties together. 
So are you an organiser? Should you look, look at maybe event organising or, or hosting dinner parties for people? Or, you know, I'm just saying that that can start to uncover what your true purpose in life is because we undervalue our genius zone. So when something comes naturally to us, like, Oh, thank God for bookkeepers because that's kind of my absolute wax. Uh, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, I've got to live in that 10% flame of my candle and outsource my 90% flame. Yes. They love numbers and they look at numbers and in minutes they know exactly what's gone wrong, where the error is and how to fix it. Now, unfortunately, when when you're living in your genius zone and, and that passion comes so naturally to you, we devalue it. Because we go, how can I charge, you know, $300 an hour, for example, for something that literally takes me five minutes? It's because for the other person, it would take me three weeks to do my books and then I probably even even scratch, scratch, right? Yes, (laughs) and like a whole lot of stress and an unhappy household. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So it's about tapping into that. What do your friends and family come to you first uh, when something happens? And here's the way, if you can't still uncover it, this next question, if you're listening, this is the one that's going to really make you stop in your tracks because this is where ego will play no part. Imagine in your local community where you know and love everyone, there's a natural disaster and they ask everyone to come to the local school to register their expertise to help And this is a life and death situation. And when you front up at that counter, there's people everywhere needing support. And here you are unscathed and you're standing there going and the lady says to you, what is it that you can help with? And you go, I'm an amazing publicist. I'm an amazing organiser. I'm an amazing delivery person. Whatever it is, your ego will not have a chance to get in the way. And that's when you'll say, I'm an amazing cook. Let me get in the kitchen and make some meals. You won't even hesitate and you'll just jump in with your genius sign and go, let me go do this. Because ultimately, Tracy, we all want to serve other human beings. And the best way to serve them is with your your why, your true purpose in life, your true gift. Yes. I call it your soul's fingerprint. I love that, your soul's fingerprint. Yeah, it's your soul fingerprint. It's it's unique to you like your fingerprint is, but your soul fingerprint is a whole nother level. It's that stamp you will leave on this planet when you leave that people will look back and go, only he or only she could do that. And this is the thing. This is why I'm always saying, be uniquely you. Don't look to the side and try to emulate what someone else is doing, maybe on their corner of Instagram and copy their aesthetic or copy their brand voice or don't create courses because you see someone that you admire is creating courses or, you know, don't step into events because that's what you think you should do. Do what is on purpose and what makes you feel aligned to your essence as a human on a soul level, your soul's fingerprint. Your gut is already, what did you say? Already leaving, life is already leaving you breadcrumbs. I loved that. (laughs) It's true. You think about it all the times that you've done things well. If you look back and you've had momentum and things have been going in flow, that's when you've been glimpses of you living your why, living your true purpose in life. Like I've just come off the back of a, a charity tour event that we did and the whole month just flowed. Literally, I'm like, oh, my God, is it over already? And it's because I was living my true purpose in life. When we struggle, it's the universe saying to us, you are not mm-hmm. on the right path. 
you're not life isn't meant to be a struggle Tracy people make it that way because they're fighting against what they're actually here to do where I believe we're all here to do something and whilst the majority of the people I meet on my stages unfortunately have this misconception that they're here to to hustle during the week and rinse and repeat on a weekend and do it all again for 50 years Mm. until they retire that's not what it's about it's about making a difference in the time you have. If you absolutely love what you're doing every week and you're hustling, good for you and that's amazing and that's what you're meant to be doing. But if you wake up and you feel sick on a Monday morning because you're doing something you don't want to do and you know that you're not sharing your gifts, it's time to stop and pivot because we only have now. There is no tomorrow guaranteed to anyone. Totally. And if you have created yourself a business or you're introducing income streams and no matter how much money you may make, if it still isn't satisfying, mm-hmm. then that is another clue yes. that your the business or the product that you're selling or the offer that you're sharing is not in alignment with who you are on a soul level. So this is what I say to people. It's like just because 10 people over there are running events and mm-hmm. they're killing it, if it is not in alignment with who you are and if you are not like if you find those things highly stressful then you don't need to be doing those things you can do other things that feel good for you it is about your soul's fingerprint and that is unique to you I love that so much (laughs) all right well I'm curious then Shah you said you know go back look at their report card what did the teachers say what's one thing that they kind of all had in common with you as a little girl and then I'll share mine (laughs) Yeah, sure. My thing, I had a very uh, sheltered, introverted childhood because I knew my place, I guess, in the Indian society. Mm. So one of the things the teacher said to me is she's so supportive because when anyone, and I, I didn't have a lot of friends, obviously, because I was bullied quite badly. So when I did have people that came into my circle and, and they were friends, there's nothing I wouldn't do for them. And I was so supportive and and teachers would say she always lifts others up that are in her presence. And I used to read that as a kid going, oh, they've written this about someone else. I couldn't see it because I had such low self-esteem. You know, when when you're told you're not good enough over and over again, you're just an Indian girl, don't try and make jokes, your brother's the funny one, not you, just shush, be quiet, you're annoying. This is the environment I grew up with, which is not uncommon for Indian girls because boys are seen as the asset, girls are seen as a liability and that's why they're married off so young. So when I read those things on a report card, I honestly thought they were about someone else. And now that I do what I do, it's hilarious because, you know, I've won awards all over the world and I, I won an award in New York a few years ago and the category was Gold Stevie Award for Women Helping Women. And I remember as I came off stage thinking, oh, wow, those teachers were right. They saw that in oh. me all those years ago that I lift others up to be the best they can be, essentially what they said in their own words. And I went, here I am, just won this amazing coveted award for doing exactly that. So they aren't wrong. No, and it's amazing that the universe has led you here to this place and, you know, that you even had the stepdad that you had. I just He was my hero. (laughs) Totally, totally. That's incredible. Well, if I have to share mine, every report card did have that, geez, she likes to talk a lot and, (laughs) oh, my goodness, she's so social. And if I look back at all of the, the awards and accolades, like, 
yeah, it was all based around citizenship and social. Mm-hmm. So it was incredible. And now I look back and it's like, mm, yeah, that'll make sense. And that links to the role in my friendship groups and my family, you know, the person that's organizing the events and telling, you know, organizing who brings what to the dinner. And it's definitely the people, the social role. And yeah, look at me wow. now. Oh my goodness. Jeez. <laughs> it's, this- it's incredible, isn't it? So there's so many <laughs> clues, like your life literally has left you breadcrumbs and and even jobs that you may have been let go from or bad situations that have happened, there's signs in there as well because if you honestly ask yourself when you look back at those adversities in your life, and trust me, I've had many. I've, I've gone broke to BMW after the Queensland floods and written a book about it and, you know, you have many moments. But when I look back at what was going on, I was going against myself mm. in the print and doing things that were so out of my comfort zone and it's not that you shouldn't stretch yourself but these things were literally polar opposite to who I was as a person and no wonder they didn't work out even relationships that I've been in no wonder they didn't work out so when you actually tap into the essence of you like picture yourself if if you could you know not do this physically warning um don't try this at home but if you boil yourself and watch the essence of you come up like out of a genie bottle that's what you have to stay true to. And the moment that you stop doing that and put the lid on that genie bottle and start to look at other people's essence, that's when we go wrong. And that's when literally things never work out. So don't do that. Just stay within your own genie bottle and just keep focused on how you can make your essence thrive every day and know that every day you get up, it's on purpose. It's so freeing as well when you can let go of the things that didn't quite work out the way you thought they should work out and when you can unpack the reasons why and understand yes, on a soul and spiritual level that it's almost a favour that didn't yes, work out. I know. You, know? Oh, yes. you are yes. being held and you are being led to something greater. 100%. And what you say no to could be the best thing you ever do because the one you're meant to say yes to has come up. I was invited to be on on a uh, a TV show in the States and uh, it's a documentary series and it was incredible. But there was just something in my gut uh, when I let the ego go first. It was like, oh, my God, they want me to be on this TV show. My God, little old me, you know. <laughs> and then when I actually laid sat down quietly and meditated on it and looked at it from a number of angles and let the ego go, I said, it's not the right time. There's something else coming. And if I take this opportunity, not that it's not amazing, the other opportunity that I'm meant to be part of that will have a bigger impact on women around the world won't come to me. So you need to stop sometimes and really dig deep and it's not easy. And, again, that's why I suggest everyone has a mentor because you need to bounce things off people who can look at it from a helicopter's viewpoint. We're all too close to our businesses to see the forest from the trees, so to speak. Mm. It's what we call that shiny object syndrome sometimes, you know, and things can pop up and and you can feel almost like, oh, yes, this is is totally like meant to be and da-da-da. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, I've actually just taken myself away from the path to my greater vision and my deeper why. But this is why the why is like the anchor. And what I love, Shar, is that you have built an incredible community of people that are building or living true to their why. You call them the why tribe. So, (laughs) yeah, in what ways did you grow and nurture your tribe in the beginning? And 
How has it evolved? Tell us about the Y Tribe. Yeah, definitely. Look, the Y Tribe actually came about accidentally. You'll often talk to, I'm sure, other leaders like I have that say they act, it just came about accidentally. And I started going to networking events years ago and I wouldn't walk into the room and ask what people did and hear the elevator pitch, which is what we're taught to do. I'd walk into a new room and meet new people and say, why do you do what you do? And they would just stop and go, whoa, I had my head elevator pitch ready. She's just dropped me into my heart space. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's like I'd just gone through their niggas drawer and they just had this stunned look. Yeah, it's face. a vulnerable <laughs> thing. It's like a, <gasps> oh, no. It's like, oh, she wants to know my why. And it just made people go, oh. And then I'd turn up at events and they'd say, oh, here comes the Y woman. And I went, oh, there's something in this. And that's how I got dubbed the Y woman. But then I realised that there was a community of women that I was attracting naturally because when they were around me online or even offline, they felt comfortable to share their deepest, darkest secrets. And I realised because I'd come from a heart space, which is where your Y lives, they didn't feel they needed to wear a mask in my community. So they then realized when they dropped that mask, they could just authentically be themselves. They could share their wins without being pulled down. They knew there was no tall poppy. They could share their losses and struggles knowing they would get supported and lifted back up rather than, oh, I knew you couldn't do that. Who did you think you are? None of that stuff. And so the tribe literally just came together by accident because these women were feeling lost and lonely and without purpose. And your purpose is your internal GPS system. So the Y tribe was built because all of these women that had kids and the kids were starting to get that little bit older where they didn't need them as much. And they'd, they'd sort of, you know, you start off on the top of the pedestal, I guess, as engaged it's all about you, the wedding's all about you, then you have your first baby and everyone walks in the room and looks at the baby and it's like, hello, mm. I'm here. I'm still and, here. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it, down that slippery slope until, you know, the kids get older again and then you come full circle and you look in the mirror and you go, who am I? What is my why? Who, who am I as a person? What makes me me now? I've been a mum and wife for so long. And that's how this why tribe came together with all these women that were a little bit lost their soul had lost its way, their fingerprint had dulled. And that's what brought them all to this community. And it's why the magazine, we have YMAG, and we put it on the newsstands after four and a half years as a digital product because these women wanted to feel connected to the pages and begged us to print it. We crowdfunded and put this product out there around Australia. And it's one of those things that they run to when it comes on sale because they feel it's real. We put real people on the cover. We celebrate people and why they do what they do. We show the adversities. We don't do gossip and celebrity stuff and diets and crosswords. We just showcase why people do what they do. It's inspiring. So this tribe of people out there that are part of the Y tribe have come together because it's real and authentic. It's that energy, isn't it? Everyone it is. is vibrating at the same frequency. Oh, and it is not an accident that the Y tribe happened. It no. is <laughs> on purpose. Like it was meant to happen. I know, but it's just one of those things you go, that was not on the wrong sheet no. um, of my next year. But but that again shows when I tapped in truly to my why, and remember how hard Tracy this was for me, because I grew up as an introvert. I grew up being told never speak unless you're spoken to. Your opinion doesn't count. 
it's ironic that I'm a paid keynote speaker now. I speak, yeah. you know, and around the world. And- I'm curious because <laughs> I'm, I'm very like into personality types and assessments and all of that. So, Shah, do you believe in your essence, the way your soul was designed, that you were an introvert or do you believe – because hearing you speak now and share and hearing you talk about your gifts and your talents, it's like, oh, this woman is an extrovert. Yes. So I'm curious, like, on a soul level, who do you identify with? Oh, were extrovert. you You were an extrovert Absolutely. then, even in the beginning, but you were just told to dim your light. I was dubbed an introvert and because of my grooming and my heritage and my tradition – this is just what girls did. You do as you're told. So I dimmed my light to allow others to shine, which clearly is completely opposite to what I teach now. But it was I went through it and lived it. And I know how disempowering that was for me because I knew I had a voice. I knew I was a good person. I knew I was funny. And it's great now when I get on stages and, you know, if it's a few hundred or whatever people, it doesn't matter, but I crack them up and that they're laughing from the belly. And yeah. I, I sit there in my inside, my little itty bitty committee, you know, that sits on your shoulder and I go, ha, take that. See, I am funny. So I have my little high five moments in my head as I speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is amazing. It is so good. I just love, yeah, like you are unstoppable, you know. <laughs> it's very, very empowering to hear you speak and share this story. And this is the thing, like, this is something that we all have. Like we are 100%. Like you started off by saying you're not special. I mean, we all are special. Like, on my, you know, like we know, we know that we all are, but I know exactly what you're saying. There is nothing that one person can achieve that the rest of us can't. Absolutely. You've just got to achieve it with your soul fingerprint. So there's nothing new out there. What we're both doing, there's other magazines on the newsstand but I've put my soul fingerprint on YMAG. I've put me into it. I've put my heart into it. We do hundreds of calls each issue and we only have a handful of ads, but that's how long it takes me to find the right people that deserve a page in my magazine, not for me, but deserve a page for my readers to connect to. Yes. And it's got my fingerprint on it, my soul fingerprint. And literally I, I, we've had testimonies, which is hilarious, because I saw this vision when I took it from digital to print, where I said in my vision statement to my team, I said, women are going to walk into a news agent. They don't look at newsstands anymore because they're sick of being lied and gossiped to, but they're going to feel this magazine. It's got this heartbeat and it's like it calls them to it. We got a testimony the month we launched last year. Literally a lady said, there's something just made me turn. It's like the magazine jumped off the shelves in my arms. Wow. And I'm like, I'm covered in goosebumps thinking about it again, because it's exactly how we put it together. and. It's what you put into anything has to have your soul fingerprint on it. You don't look at competitors. You ask any good marathon runner or, or runner, do they look left and right when they're running? No, they're in their lane. All they're thinking about is how it's going to feel when they cross the finish line. They will lose speed in their, their formation of their movement and their, their style of running if they look left and right because the wind passes yep. differently. It's the same in life. Run your race. Put your soul fingerprint on whatever you do. That's why we're bringing the community together for the Y Factor is because we want people to truly grasp that. We want people to get it under their skin and walk away with that Y Factor. That's something that makes them special, which is their soul fingerprint. Yes, and when you are living your life and creating with your soul fingerprint, 
the universe is going to deliver all of the people, all of the resource. You don't even have to figure out the rest. It will yeah. just happen. You don't have to hustle, so to speak, you know. You, no, you, you, like you can just struggle. It's not a struggle. You're not going against the grain exactly. and business and life can be easy. It can be abundant. It can be joyful. And it's so much fun, isn't it, Tracy? Oh, when you're, so it's like going downstream <laughs> on this beautiful sunny day without the paddles and then, then the opposite of not finding your way is going upstream without a paddle. That's kind of the oh, best analogy. I, think I don't even think you have a boat sometimes. And- yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Well, you touched on it just there about the Y Factor experience that is happening on the Gold Coast in October yes. 2018. I'm just going to say this because I know yes. we have some people that find the podcast well after <laughs> we've initially gone to broadcast with an episode. And so they might be listening and they might get excited, Shah. <laughs> but <laughs> so sorry, apologies if you're listening after, after. October 2018. <laughs> you can still definitely head over and check out Why Mag and what Why Factor is. But do you want to tell us a bit about this event that's happening on the Gold Coast? I'm a bit stoked, but I'll let you, I'll let you have the floor here. The Y Factor, again, came about through our Y Tribe community. We've got a a nice growing audience of readers of our magazine and they've sort of collectively come together on social media saying, oh, my gosh, if, you know, I'm this sort of person and it's amazing that this magazine exists, I'd love to meet other readers. I'd love to meet other people who live their life on purpose or who are looking for their why. And would you get, would you run an event? Would you get together? And Tracy, I've run hundreds of events. And I, I kind of said a few years ago when I closed down my event business that that's it, I'm not running any more events. You know, that can be a tough gig. <laughs> and uh, the community's kind of come up saying, would you please? So we spoke to the team and we said, okay, what is it that we would run it for? What would be the outcome? Why would people come? What is the energy and the feeling and the experience we want them to have? So we came up with, well, what's the one thing we talked to everyone about is the why. And that's having that, you know, that why factor, that one thing that makes you different to everyone else is that, is your why. So we thought, let's call it the why factor. Let's bring everybody together on the Gold Coast on the 13th and 14th of October and give them an experience. Cause I'm a huge believer that women don't want an event to happen in their life. They want an experience. I don't know about you, but I'm sure there's other mums listening that we walk into a restaurant, husband might sit down at a certain table. We spot a table by the water in front of the fireplace with better lighting and we get him up and we move <laughs> him over because we know that is another experience in our little book that we are going to take with us to our graves. And we go, remember that dinner? So that's what the Y Factor is about. It's an experience. It's, I know our attendees, when they leave on the Sunday night, I visualize this, they leave on the Sunday night at six o'clock and they don't want to get up when I close the experience. They're like, oh no, it's not over, is it? It's that. I need more Y Factor every day. (laughs) Come home with me. And it's that bubble of energy that they've had. They've met the most kindred spirits. They've connected at levels they didn't know they've connected. They've learnt. And on the learning side, I am so excited and honoured and proud to announce that you are, as you know, uh, going to be our keynote speaker and running an incredible workshop on Instagram. I am. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm seriously next level pumped because I do (laughs) feel very just energetically aligned with you personally, Shah. 
but with your values and your mission, what you're about, you know, empowering other women, you know, helping them unlock their potential. And of course, the work that you do with your organization as well. I'm thrilled and I can't wait to hopefully see some of my own ladies attend oh, Y Factor, but meet your tribe, yes. your Y tribe. I just want to give them all a hug. <laughs> I think I have a line of people, but it's, you know, it is about business. It's about life. Like with Y Mag, our magazine, we very much focus on a holistic approach. It's not just all business strategies. We have mm-hmm. to work on our mind. We have to work on our intuition. We've got one of our cover people, Craig Wilson, who's a medical and business intuitive, world-renowned. He's going to be doing a presentation on intuition. How do we oh. truly tap into it? He's phenomenal. He's actually in the States at the moment doing some TV and other appearances. So we're so lucky he could be at the Y Factor as well. We've got another gentleman who's going to be teaching us about a movement he created on Facebook and, you know, how to bring those movements together. It's, we've got stylists, we've got life coaches. It's, it's about that holistic approach. There's um, networking activities that I'll be running because I've run networking groups before. And it's about making sure that everyone meets everyone in the room. And you walk away with three of the absolute connections you needed to get to move yourself or your business forward when you leave. Because for us, it's not just about notes on paper. We have our concept for Y Factor, which has been all the events I've run, content rich and pitch free. None of our presenters will be pitching anything. It's about delivering to our audience because we know people have to move forward. And if you take note time on a Sunday night and you're all pumped up and excited, Monday morning hits and your to-do list kicks in and it's gone. We want people to action things there and then. So we know Y Factor is going to be that hugging, come on, you've got to leave, it's over now because they've found the Y Factor but they've made soul connections to people that they will not want to not be connected to moving forward. Ah, that's so awesome. I know people are going to look back on the day or on the weekend rather, and they'll just be like, wow, Mm. I got something out of every single person that I sat next to. Like they were meant to have every conversation that they had during that day. Even the ones in the bathroom, which I love. Yes. Always (laughs) meet the person you meet to meet. And we've got our charity gala dinner on the Saturday night where we're raising funds for my project, which is called Project Rani. Project Rani. Yeah, raising awareness for needs in India. And and it's a Bollywood theme. So people can either wear something really colourful or they can go traditional dress and have a bit of fun and and so we've got an auction and but it's really about people getting out of their comfort zone but feeling safe because everyone's there for the same reason they're all there to connect with kindred spirits wow well i am really really stoked to be able to come as a keynote speaker to your event in october guys it's on the gold coast check it out yes at the hilton i'm going to make sure shah that i link to not only YMAG, it's ymag.com.au, but also where people can get tickets. Yes, well, they can go on to Sharmore, my name, sharmore.com.au forward slash Y Factor. Okay, And they'll find all the information there. Easy. And if you missed that, just check the show notes that accompanies this episode because all of that will be there. That is amazing. Thank you so much for coming on, Shar, and sharing your story. I feel like there are going to be a lot of inspired women after hearing this episode, which is always what we want. Mm. And hopefully we'll see some ladies at Y Factor as well. 
That'll be great, Tracy. Thank you so much. And ladies listening, you know, we're all amazing. Go out and find your why. Go out and find your story. And remember the two most important days of your life are when you were born and when you know why, which is what Mark Twain says. And I echo it a million times because it's so true. Wow. And if after listening to this episode, you have been able to use one of Shah's three guiding questions for helping you find your why. And if you feel like you've experienced a shift because of the conversation that we've had here today, I, and I know Shah as well, we would love to hear from you. So please connect with us either on Instagram or shoot us an email. Let us know the impact that this episode has had. And, and if you've arrived on a why or you've tapped into a different aspect of yourself on a soul level after listening to this, we want to hear from you. Yes. So please get in touch. <laughs> but thank you so much. And as always, ladies, stay happy in your hustle. 